Welcome to this pocket dimension of the internet. You've stumbled across no dice, where we make silly world-building jokes and try to make each other laugh. Hopefully you as well. Uh, if you don't like us, then uh, don't subscribe. Don't hit the notification bell. Uh, what are the other things that they shouldn't do, Derek? Uh, not eat public sandwiches. Oh, God, no. That's not what we were talking. No, okay. The other things you shouldn't do is tell other people about us via word of mouth. Or support us in any way. If you I don't really like want, us, don't do any of those things. I really want pub subs for lunch, man. <laughs> well, without further ado, what say you we play some Chaos and Dragoons? Dragoons! <laughs> so, you're choosing to go to Chekhov's lighthouse instead of Deus Ex Machinus? Yes. All right. Yes, I was very worried you were about to say that you wanted to talk to somebody and then make me go to a therapist. <laughs> so I'm very glad I'm going to a lighthouse <laughs> instead. <laughs> yes. Um, what is your passive perception? Oh, uh, what is my passive perception? <laughs> Doesn't matter. They rolled the one. All right. You hear a click in the distance somewhere. <laughs> and you understand that someone has triggered a trap underneath the docks. Do I remember what's in the other chests? Um, yeah, various knickknacks of non-import that I didn't care to create. No weapons? No weapons. What um, kind of lame comb, kids were we? There's a comb made out of a bone that you stole from a mermaid once. And there's the buttons that you took off of a snowman the one time it snowed a bunch. And I can keep going with my crappy improvs, but... Yeah, now you're keep going. <laughs> All right, how many you want? You've got the uh, the rotten apple core from a bad apple. Um, there's a really, really extravagant backstory for that one. And you've got the pipe from uh, a substitute teacher that you laughed out of school once. And uh, <laughs> I was not prepared for this. I'm too nervous. All okay, right. that's, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> All right, so you're going to Chekhov's lighthouse. Um, okay, so do I have my weapon on me? Um, no, you did not sneak out with the sword. That sounds about right. All right, I'm going to... Uh, oh, the tree branch. Okay, so we're under a dock, which means the tree branch is probably, I don't know, tied to the pole or something since it's not growing in the sand. That so was a little bit back. how quick can I get that? Sorry, that was a little bit back. So you're able... You Now that you're there, you remember the secret way to get out. Oh, okay. To Oof, I was going to hit him with the tree branch. All right. Yeah. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna secret way out, <laughs> quietly. Excellent. Make a stealth check. Yeah, sneaky like, sneaky sneak. I appreciate how quickly you've gone. You've dove into this world, Derek. It took your father many, many, many sessions. Uh, speaking of which, why isn't he reading me this book? <laughs> your father has an actual job. And what do you have? I'm retired. Oh. <laughs> That's just an excuse for staying lazy. All right, uh, 16. <laughs> All right, that's probably enough. You don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so the lighthouse is a 15-minute walk north along the coast of MacGuffin. You can hear the waves crashing as this is a part of the coast that is not as friendly as the docks. Hence, there is a lighthouse there. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're able to see it from a long way off because that is also how lighthouses work. Um, 
I have to steal a ship so you can have to <laughs> so you have to learn about ships just so you can accurately portray what's going on. All right. So you walk up and the night is middle-aged and <laughs> <laughs> and you you uh you get to the you get there and it's uh, I don't really want to do a description for this. I'm for the listeners, I'm not huge on descriptions. I'm trying to get better. Um, You're reading from a book. You're reading from a book, Uncle Grandpa. How do you look at descriptions? Okay, okay. So it's a tall lighthouse that has oh, a swirly red oh, light, and the white. The lighthouse is tall? I'm glad the lighthouse is tall. Thanks yeah, for it's got that. A, yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's got a swirly red and white pattern like a candy cane. At the top, there is a light that has mirrors and the mirrors rotate. And the light shines brightly in one particular direction. You can see at the top, next to a crank, is Chekhov. He's an old, wizened man with white hair and like a red Russian-style fur cap. So thanks for what just. What you like to do? Thanks for just describing a lighthouse for people who've never heard of a lighthouse before. <laughs> I um, never know with millennials. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> We're millennials. <laughs> Speak for yourself, kid. <laughs> I'm a bazooma. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go into the lighthouse. I guess. Uh, check for traps at the door. All right. Roll an investigation check. Because old man Mick Lighthouse sounds like he would have them. Well, his name is Chekhov. Seventeen. Okay. It's a normal lighthouse. There are no traps on the door. Cool. I'm gonna go through. It is unlocked. I uh, was convenient. And I should have checked to pick the lock too. <laughs> yeah. So it is unlocked and you walk up to it and the stairs are creaky. And so, you know, he knows you're coming. When you get there, you see him standing there stoically and he eyes you up and down and I roll on your frenemies chart. Yeah. Monty doesn't know this because it doesn't know because, you know, he's a level one character. But he may or may not absolutely adore you or want to kill you on sight. So you see him, he stands there stoically and he just looks you up and down. As he mans the crank of the lighthouse and stares at you with steely, cold eyes. I'm going to do finger guns. Is that really you? Ah, Monty. <laughs> ah, so good to see you, old friend. Ah, Yes. I forgot you were Russian. <laughs> yes, yes. I've been here for so long, people often forget, but, you know, you've all been, blessings be to the motherland. You've been here for so long, but you haven't lost your accent? Yes, some things are hard to lose. You know, like they say, you cannot teach old cat new tricks. I, I don't think that's the phrase. I think you're just senile. But all right, let's see what's going on. <laughs> Yes, I, I have not seen you for a long time. You've been away doing pretty boy stuff with the princess. Uh, yes, I have always been Sorry, a pretty boy. Princess. I'm going to flip my hair. Yes. You know, beauty only brings trouble. So maybe you should, I don't know, get a really terrible scar. It may hurt you in the short term, but in long term, you will thank me for it. Uh, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> Beauty has negative correlation to happiness. Trust me, I read all <laughs> the magazines. 
sounds like you're just reading Russian novels, which make that same argument. But all right, let's continue. It is very lonely up here. I am glad you come to visit me. I, I miss our old talks. I always liked you as a, as a young boy. You were trouble, but hey, I like that too. It reminds me of myself back in the old country. Oh, I, I appreciate that as long as I don't end up like you. Um, so... <laughs> That last part. You I'm say gonna, that loud enough for him to hear. No. <laughs> that was in my head. What are you talking about? I'm not going to say that out loud to this guy. <laughs> okay. Cool. Just checking. <laughs> a friend I haven't met in a while. Oh, I openly hate you. <laughs> no, it's a terrible idea. Um, so what is on your mind? Oh, so you know that uh, that maze that we built? Um, yes. You, you told me about it. I, I have never gone. I... That's for the best. Uh, there yeah, are I am not so as light-footed as I used to be. Yeah, I, I, spiders and I, we, we do not get along. I don't think they get along with anyone. But, um, yeah. So some, I was in there. Uh, I was looking at um, our our trinkets, uh, our intrinsically worthless trinkets. But um, someone you, set you, off one of my the traps. pipe is there. Did you ever, you bring it back to me I as don't, a gift? I don't recall the pipe. I was. Too busy being chased by someone. So uh, come uh, yes, here that to is not concerning. die. You may have stalker because you are now well-known pretty boy. Oh, crap. Look, I, I thank you for visiting me. Such a lowly, lowly just a simple lighthouse keeper. I, I have a gift for you. I, I was going to give it to you if I saw you. And now I have. So go down into my my shed. And then I, ha I have a... He looks both ways. There's no one there, but he still does it. We're on top of a lighthouse. What are you looking for? <laughs> Look, don't tell anyone. But I have a gun. I have gun. It is in the shed, on the wall, over the hearth. It is yours, if you want it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get you your pipe back, too. That it <laughs> don't worry. Thank you. I got a new one, but I was very partial to that one. That, that makes sense. We all got our stuff. Um, so uh, is the shed unlocked? Do you just leave your guns unlocked? Well, you know, I live in the shed. And he points down to the shed that he lives in. You know, he's never there at night because he sleeps during the day and mans the lighthouse at night. But yeah, he lives, he calls his house a shed. But it's really just a house. Oh, okay, okay. I was worried it was a shed shed. All right. A she shed. The door is unlocked. I can see it. No one would, no one would dare break in because and he turns next to him and he points at the <laughs> at the ballista that is also mounted at the top of the lighthouse oh you're okay all right <laughs> oh my gosh it's crazy um <laughs> <laughs> what can you say i get bored i had chopper and the other ones down at deus ex machinas work this up it is pretty good very long range Cool. Um, I'm gonna since we're on top of the lighthouse now. I'm going to look for someone who was following me down on the beach. All right. Make a perception check with disadvantage. Can I? Can I wait for the light to swing by so I can use the? Yes. No disadvantage. Yes. Okay. Ha <laughs> ha Using your environment. Well done. Uh, unnatural twenty. Okay. From the road that you walked up, you notice that a shadowy figure dodges out of the way of the light. Ah. And you can't see anything more than that, but it's about 100 feet away from the base of the lighthouse. 
Um, so the old man, I assume, has been doing this for obviously years, which means he's very good at seeing things. So I'm going to point it out to him and say, that the shadowy figure, that's who is following me. Old shadowy figure, you say. Then he goes over to put on glasses and he grabs a spyglass and he looks. I see nothing. What? I'm very old. Oh, jeez. Um, can I use your, your gun to, to shoot the figure? It is gift. I, yes. Oh, I meant the I one. I very much would love I meant the one for you top. <laughs> oh, ballista? Oh, no, I keep ammo downstairs. <laughs> Why? It is for show. I, I do not have permit to load and fire ballista without permission from the government or the town. Oh, classic Obama. All right. <laughs> I say in 2020. All right. So, um, what an absolute refrigerator. <laughs> so I'm going to head downstairs, I guess. I'm going to thank him. I'm going to thank him first and then head downstairs. All right. You head downstairs and you get to the door downstairs. Okay. Which is still open because according to Derek rules, if you don't explicitly state that you close the door, it remains open. <laughs> Only gates. For clarification, in a previous campaign, Derek killed him. I'm really important NPC because none of us on the first session said that we closed the gate door. <laughs> so a sniper got in and shot her. Anyway, it's completely irrelevant. <laughs> so the door is still open and so you're able to walk out in the darkness. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say I was walking outside. I said I was going downstairs. Okay, what would you like to do? I'm going to... All right, you get to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Well, first I want to make sure nobody's in the, in the, the lighthouse. But then I'm going to peer around the corner of the doorframe and try and... See if I can see that shadowy figure. All right, make a perception check. Perception. With disadvantage. Um, can I also make a stealth check to make sure nobody sees me? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to roll. First the... Oh, garbage, 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 garbage. Oh, 11. For perception? Yeah. All right. Um, freaking 19 for, for stealth. <laughs> So you're fairly certain that no one sees you, but also you are incredibly certain that you see no one. <laughs> Neat. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak as fast as I can to the shed, which is right, the, the is saddest about... way to describe someone's home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the shed is only about forty feet away from the base of the lighthouse. So you want to sneak there? Or you want to dash there? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak. All right. Sneaking costs you. Half your movement, but if you use the dash action, you can use your full movement, basically. Which is just 30, so it'll take you over six seconds to get there if you sneak. Um, I mean, I think six seconds is just fine. Alright, cool. Make another stealth check. 17. Alright, I'm gonna roll some dice here. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Can I, can I use my perception while I'm sneaking. No. Garbage. <laughs> Alright, so you sneak to the door. You're at the door of his house, which he calls the shed. <laughs> so sad. What would you like to do once you get to the door? Because I, last time we got here, I mistakenly assumed that you just went through. 
I'm going to glance around real quick. And if there's nobody around me, then I'm going to sneak in and close the door. You did not see anyone around you. Cool. I'm going to sneak in and close the door. Cool. All right. So you open, you sneak in, and then you close the door behind you. It is lockable from the inside. I lock it. You hear like, click, click, and it locks. I'm safe. I'm going to die. All right. You turn around and you see the only light that is manifested in the room is the light from the chimney fireplace thing. The fireplace, that is the word I was looking for. Ah, my favorite part of the house, the chimney fireplace thing. (laughs) Yes, the chimney fireplace thing is well known in MacGuffin to be a staple of every house. You can see the masonry work on it is exquisitely boring. Ah, this is one of the most exquisitely boring chimney fireplace things I've ever seen. Yes, there's a there's a mahogany table on the way there. Whoa, the how rich is he? Kind of in darkness. He knows what he likes. I mean, good grief. Okay, but the rest of the room is shrouded in darkness, and you are unable to penetrate it with your gaze. Oh, I'm a human. Ah, human. Uh, human, aka the only D and D character without dark vision or super dark vision. So, okay, I'm going to. But you, you do see above the fireplace on the hearth is a small. Okay, most DMs would describe a gun as if you've never seen a gun. <laughs> it's like a flintlock pistol. Okay. okay. <laughs> is it is it a flintlock pistol? It looks eerily similar to a flintlock pistol. Okay. Wow, this thing above the uh, fireplace, <laughs> chimney fireplace thing looks like, eerily like a flintlock pistol. Yes, it does. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it since he offered it to me. Before you do that. Oh, no. Before you do that, from the darkness behind you, because I'm assuming you said that out loud, because you said it. Another character says, yes, it does. Uh, I can't get this right. (laughs) He's trying to do the Godfather voice. It does indeed. Look. And do you turn to look at the voice? No, I go to the gun. (laughs) Turn to look at the voice. (laughs) As you go to look at the gun, a large... And when I say large, I mean the size class in D&D. A large figure steps in front of you, and their silhouette is outlined by the fire. And your eyes adjust to the light, and you can see that you are surrounded by what looks like a very, very big female creature dressed in simple gray clothes. And then behind you and to your left is a medium-sized creature with a hand crossbow wearing common but functional clothes with a little bit of an elven flair. They are an elf. And then behind you to your right is the voice that spoke. And it is a small, very pale gnome wearing purple and green layered clothing that is very ornate and intricate. And that is the one that speaks to you. Yes, it does look like a gun. But unfortunately for you, you are not going to be able to get to it as my minions will stop you. Oh, so, I mean, here's the thing, guys, just, just so we're clear. Um, you guys know this is, uh, this is breaking and entering, right? You guys are breaking the law. I just want you to be aware of that. Yes, we are. We are fully aware. At this point, you notice <laughs> that <laughs> the really pale gnome has a bunch of little burrs sticking out of all of their clothing, which you know would be a trap from underneath the docks. You turn... <laughs> 
and the, the elf figure, half of their face is limp and numb, as though a, a dart with a numbing effect had been shot into it. And then <laughs> you can see that another there is a tree branch mark on the face of the giant. Yeah, that tree got me too. Um, it sounds like you guys <clears throat> barely got out of there alive. <laughs> it was very amusing. Um, I, I'm afraid I must ask you to come with us. And, you, and oh, you're asking? And he pulls out a scroll. No, I'm good. You're you're asking? No, I'm good. Thanks though. I appreciate the offer. Uh, if you guys are ever in yeah. town, though, <laughs> and then I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna try to head towards the flintlock. But here's, but here's the thing. I'm gonna make you an offer that you cannot refuse, because I'm about to cast silence with this scroll, and then my giant friend is gonna hit you over the head. Uh, can I try and grab the scroll? <laughs> I'd like you to roll initiative. Ah, uh, Gideon, I should have the gun. That would have been helpful. You thought I was going to let you get Chekhov's gun without anything? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. Unfortunately for you, the gnome goes first and casts the, cell, the spell silence, and everything is magically silent. And then you see the gnome snap the fingers and point at you. By the way, all these are female. Um, female gnome, female elf, female giant. You see the gnome snap her fingers, but you can't hear anything because of the silence spell, and she just points at you, and then it's your turn. I'm going to grab the scroll. So you're standing in the middle of them. I'm going to try and grab the scroll. The giant is in between you and the gun. All right, make a dexterity check. <gasps> natural 20. Well, they roll the natural 19. You lucky son of a refrigerator. <laughs> so as soon as I snatch it, I'm then going to uh, start shredding it up. Cool. So you, you snatch it up and then you, you shred it up. Unfortunately, it seems as though the effect is already cast and the scroll is just a piece of paper. Yeah, well, now we can't do it again. Or now she can't do it again, so it's fine. All right, that's acceptable. And that is your turn. Long-term planning. Do I not get any movement? Oh, yeah. What movement would you like to do? Um, <clears throat> dive between the legs of the giant. Um, pro- I'm assuming the giant is right in front of the table. So underneath the legs of the giant and the table. And then uh, try and get that gun off the wall. Or just get to the gun. So on my next turn, I can grab it. All right. You cannot go through a hostile creature's space. That's, unless you are a small creature. That's unfortunate. Then I will try and... Um, Uh, leap and dodge around them. All right. I'm going to go in between the gnome and the giant. I'm not going to go towards that elf because she's going to shoot me the crossbow or something. Or stab me in the eyeball. This provokes an attack of opportunity from the elf. That sounds about right. Does a 19 hit. 19 hit? Yeah. All right. Take six points of bludgeoning damage. That's not good. Are you unconscious? I have two HP left. (laughs) Dang. You have much constitution. So you're able to go and you're going around the giant to get to the gun. You know that you must leave the giant's reach and would thus provoke an attack of opportunity from a... My voice is starting to go. This is potentially a poor decision. Nope, you're right. I added it wrong. I'm I'm unconscious. All right. You feel the thump of a blunted projectile and you look up at the fireplace and at the gun on top of the hearth, and it just slowly fades out and turns into shapes 
of light that dance before your eyes, and then you go black. And that is where we will end today. However, I would like you to roll a Chaos and Dragons table rule for next session. So roll a Chaos die. Oh, it's just straight. 14. All right, 14. We will remember that, but there will be some sort of weird and wacky rule that we will have to do next session. You get a Pride Grim Prince token, which you can use at any point for an automatic success. Sounds great. Because you hit the parody beat of being kidnapped by the people. You can do the normal voice now. You know that, right? <laughs> I've become addicted <laughs> <laughs> to sounding like you smoked 40 packs a day 20 years ago. <laughs> yes. Join us next time, I suppose, for some more chaotic adventures in the world of Gilder with a Y, legally distinct. And we'll see where Monty goes as he has been kidnapped.